0: Welcome to Dynamics Corner. This is Chris. And this is Brad. This episode was recorded on January 25th, 2023. Chris, 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 back again for another quick tips. Man, we'll episode. just go quick like this. <laughs> it, it seems like we're rapid firing out these quick tips, but there's a yeah. lot of tips that yes. need to come out quickly. Therefore, we're doing another quick tip. Today was a good day because you had the opportunity to show me a little bit about how AI has made its way into Business Central, showcasing the late payment predictor, as well as the sales forecast model. It was a great episode. Yes. Great. It
1: was quick. And it's quick. All right. Let's get to it. Let's go.
0: Chris. You know, I look forward to these quick tip episodes because I always like to see what features and functionality uh, within Microsoft Dynamics 365 Business Central. What exciting features do you have for me today?
1: Well, Brad, there is quite a few things that we want to cover today. Primarily, everybody talks about AI and machine learning. Recently, so I figured, hey, there's actually a feature within Business Central that AI does that. AI will
0: rule the world one day, if it doesn't already. Maybe we it doesn't. We just don't know about it yet.
1: <laughs> I'm pre- I'm pretty sure it's already taken over a lot of the many things. So, well, the good thing is that you can tap into that capability within Business Central. So, there's the reason I want to use this. One of our quick tips is that I did a demo recently. And I noticed this feature that was quite helpful, and it was fairly easy to set up. So in this quick tips, I'm going to show you the late payment prediction in Business Central. Late payment prediction. What does late payment prediction do, Chris? Well, late, so late payment prediction is an extension in Business Central. Um, it is an add-on that can help a business predict which customers are more likely to pay their invoices. I don't think any late. customers pay late. Okay? <laughs> of course not. They all That's pay on it. time. That's it. Right. So, <laughs> so this extension actually uses machine learning algorithms to analyze a variety of data points. So there's a lot of data points that it covers for that. And I thought it'd be good to kind of showcase this uh, tool. So the extension can be used to identify, you know, at-risk customers, and. Take appropriate action to mitigate the risk of late payments. For example, you know, businesses can use the extension uh, to proactively reach out to at-risk customers and remind them of upcoming payments. Or in some, uh, in some cases, you can offer them like early payment discounts, so you can encourage them to pay uh, a timely payment. Um, Another example is of how this extension can be used Is if a business has a customer who has a history of paying invoices late. So the late payment prediction extension would flag this customer as a high risk. The business can then take proactive steps to reach out to that customer, such as sending a reminder email or making a phone call. Uh, just to remind them of the upcoming payment and to offer an early payment discount to encourage and they could do the uh, reminders from so. within
0: Business Central as well
1: yes you th- mentioned so correct. many features so you can... that I just
0: was thinking of all the quick <laughs> tips that we could have You know, we talked in a previous episode about sales price discounts and invoice discounts we didn't talk about payment yep. discounts but
1: now with your late payment we'll, predictor we'll circle AI back
0: demonstration
1: maybe we should <laughs> we should. I think we can do a full circle on that. It is important to note, though, before I get into this, is that it is an extension, right? It's, it means it's a. Although Microsoft owns it, it's still considers a third-party add-on, and and it requires additional setup, uh, configuration, and some it, to some degree require additional costs. What that means is primarily within the Azure AI because it uses Microsoft's Azure uh, gallery. So it's always best to consult with your Business Central expert uh, or a Microsoft partner or your Microsoft partner to understand if this extension is the right fit to your business and in how you can implement it properly. All right. So let's so get started. So we've spoken to our
0: Microsoft Business Central uh-huh? expert and our partner, and we're ready to get moving with this extension. How do we use it? Yes. How do we set it
1: up? I'm excited. How do we for set this. it up? So for me, me too, man. This is actually really cool. Uh, a cool tool. All right, now we're going to be in Business Central. So the first thing you're going to notice is that um, the sales invoices predicted overdue, it's going to be within your activity. So that really depends on your role. So if it's not in your role, you may have to personalize your menu so that you can see the sales invoices predicted overdue. Okay. S- you, better so- some,
0: uh, you better get some uh, collection calls going there or collection reminders because... You have a couple invoices that need to be paid,
1: <laughs> or predicted to be paid. I do, and I, I predicted to be paid. So I have some data in here uh, on this uh, environment that I have. Uh, so it's already, you know, it was already predicted that there's three invoices that needs to be, you know, it's going to predict that it's going to be late based on historical data. Um, so typically, when you log into this menu, uh, you'll you'll see a list of invoices that is going to predict. That it's going to be late based on historical data. So I have two customers right now uh, from this list, and there's a total of three invoices that it's going to predict it's going to be late. There are a few columns here to note with this prediction: is the uh, payment prediction in this case is going to be late? The prediction confidence, I mean, it's going to be very confident, high confidence that it's going to be uh, it's going to be late. They're not going to be paid. And so something to consider. So there's different levels as well. Uh, But before you get any of this data in place, you have to go ahead and enable this. So if you were clicking on the function menu and you, let's say, for example, this empty, you click on the update payment predictions, it's going to let you know that you have to set it up or configure. And to do that, what we're going to do is click this tell more. Or tell me. Tell me more, Chris. and tell I'm going me more. to. Tell me more. Yes. Tell me more. Tell more. Tell me more. Are you singing tell to me. me today? Late. <laughs> is that even uh, a song? I don't know, but it sounded like that's you a, were singing. Is this song? Uh, uh, tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah, I think so. I, I think that's the song. Uh, <laughs> all right. So search for the late payment. Um, it should give you uh, two options here, several options. In this case, what we want is the late payment prediction. So I'm gonna click this late payment prediction and it's gonna open up a separate menu. So I'm gonna go ahead and expand this, all right. So notice I have my, uh, my Azure subscription. Now, typically when you first log in, that is not enabled, these are turned off, right? And this is what you'd see. And there's a few buttons here that we'll touch base very briefly. One is creating your specific model. Uh, one and the other ones evaluate selected model based on your option here, right? Um, And then you can schedule this too. So once you set this up, you can schedule this on a daily, uh, weekly, however you want to schedule this based upon maybe your uh, uh, payment terms with a lot of your clients. So it really depends. And again, I mentioned earlier, there are some costs associated to this because it's using the Azure AI. So before we even could get started in turning this on, it's going to recommend that you open the Azure AI Gallery. So when you click this button here, it's going to take you to uh, this menu, this Azure AI Gallery. In this case, it's called the Prediction Experiment for Dynamics 365 Business Central. It does give you uh, a high-level summary, gives you a description, and of course, some examples. And it does tell you that you need to um, take a note of your API key and your endpo- endpoint URI. So, um, when you are ready to move forward and enable this, you would then click the button uh, on the right hand side open in studio. So, when I click this button, it's going to pop up a menu for you and it's going to take you to the machine, the Microsoft Machine Learning Studio. Now, As of this recording, they've updated the Machine Learning Studio. Right now, I'm using the classic menu. So um, you you may have an updated uh, release for that. All right. So because this has already been built, all you really have to do is run the prediction model. Okay. So as you can see, it's already built that out for me. It's going to execute the R script, which is another programming language. It's used primarily for data analytics in machine learning. And so you so didn't have to change all anything I have to do is
0: click it, You just click the button, it set it up for you, it gave you the URI and the API key that you need to then put into the page in Business Central?
1: Correct. So you know if you just want the standard of what it's going to give you, you don't have to make any changes. However, you do have the capability of changing some of those models as well. So you can drill down and create your own uh, R language modules. Uh, It uses Python as well. So if you want to extend this prediction, maybe you have the skill set to do that, you can do more. But in this case, I think it does a pretty good job. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm just going to go ahead and run this. Okay, so there's a run button here. And what it's going to do is going to enable this uh, machine learning it's going to run it and making sure that all the model are working and it's passing that test. The next step you'll need is you'll need to deploy the web service because you're going to need the API key and you're going to need the uh, URI this is what the, you know the deploying it to web service is going to give you that information So what I'm going to do is click the deploy web service okay and it's going to tell you are you sure about that? Uh, blah 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 in in and you cannot reverse this. I'm gonna say yes.
0: Those are always such great warnings.
1: There's no going back. Yeah, there's no going back. Okay. So if you're watching this in on YouTube in, or if you're just following us on, on our podcast here for this quick tips, you wanna make sure that you note the API key. Mine's blurred out, you know, for obvious reasons but you don't want to share this I was hoping uh, you were going to share for you, for because I would
0: use your subscription <laughs> and I would not
1: have to incur additional costs well this is a test this is a test uh, environment so you're probably going to be limited regardless but so with that um, you want to note your API key and then you also want to note your request and response your URI so I'm going to go ahead and click on that and drill down into it And it's going to uh, give me
0: my URI. So on the web page for the machine learning API prediction experiment, you're able to Mm -hmm. enable the predictive model, then deploy it. It will give you the URI and the API key, which you can then take from the page and copy and paste into your business central setup on the late payment prediction setup page.
1: That is correct. So once you got those two informations out of this uh, machine learning, you want to head back to your late payment prediction setup. So they are, you're correct there, Brad. And since you are using your own Azure subscription, you want to enable using that. Yours. And yep, you're using mine. And then you would accept the terms and conditions, and then you would enter your API URI and your API. I don't key. like the fact that I can see that API key
0: on the screen, Chris. That should be stored in yeah, isolated storage <laughs> somewhere and not visible to the user because.
1: Yes, that, that is true. I did notice that too. So maybe they'll update in the future that this is going to be hidden. And um, so aside from that, once you enter this information, you can then enable your predictions here. Okay. So once it's enabled, you can either use the standard enable or my model. Um, in this case, I'm just going to use my model based upon my setups here. Um, of course, you can make some changes here too. And then uh, you would select the evaluate So the settings model. that
0: you could make is you enable the predictions, you select the model. There's a standard model that's given to you, but you have my model selected in the general section of the general fast tab. Mm-hmm. I I don't like calling them fast tabs anymore because it's like a section. And then you have the model model quality (laughs) threshold and the model quality. What is the model quality threshold?
1: Yes. So we'll talk about that here briefly as soon as this one refreshes. Yep. No worries. So you just ran a test? So I just ran a test. I'm going to pause for a second because this zoom is blocking my entire view. This zoom is crazy. Uh Okay. Um all right, I just had to move it cuz like I couldn't damn see Okay, so I just ran uh, Evaluate Selected Model. And what it did for me is it's going to give me a quality of my model. It said it's 97. So it did, um, you ran the evaluation of the selected model, which was
0: my model. And then it says on the screen, we have tested the model on your data and determined that its is quality is 97. The quality indicates how well all the model – oh, excuse me – any glasses, I believe. The quality indicates how well the model has been trained and how accurate its predictions will be. For example, 80% means you can expect correct predictions for 80 out of 100 documents. That's pretty good. You have a 97 score. So that means it will be accurate. 97 score. Is it learning? I have so many questions on this.
1: Yeah, it is actually learning along the way. Again, it's You know, anytime that you send the data to the Azure, it does retain some of the, you know, information. And um, eventually, it'll continue to learn as more data is being fed. it's learning on your data. It's learning on my data. Yeah, learning on the current environment that I have right now. So I can go ahead and hit OK. It's going to make this prediction. Now, to to go back to, you know, what you're saying, some of these... um, you know, uh, buttons. Now, you can hover over it and it tells you a little bit more information on the, for example, the model quality threshold um, specifies a percentage between zero and one. And uh, I'm just going to read it for those that are listening. Uh, 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 Model quality threshold specifies the minimum model quality you require. The value is a percentage between zero and one and indicates how accurate predictions will be. Typically, this field is useful when you create a custom model if the quality of a model is below this threshold, it will not be used. So, for example, what we we're looking at earlier, we we were at um, 97, right? But my threshold was 70. So, if it's below that, it's not going to use that model. So, um, but in this case, my mine came back at 97. Okay, I haven't seen that go below that <laughs> below 70. So, uh, so far, um, it's it's been uh, pretty accurate. Okay, Um, a few things too uh, on the payment predictions. Uh, Late, you know, uh, late payment indicates whether payment for the invoice is predicted to be late. The confidence that we talked about earlier, and in uh, and in the confidence uh, uh, confidence percent uh, when we were at that menu. So let's uh, let's go back there, and now I have this enabled. Again, you can schedule this thing uh, if you prefer. So if I click schedule payment prediction. And so I have this scheduled here, uh, so it's schedules day,
0: with the job right? queue. So you can manage yes. the schedule for the job, the queue. updating for the late payment prediction model to your business central mm-hmm. late payment invoice prediction data through yes. the job queue.
1: Yes. And then I also want to point out, too, there, there's a, a whole documentation, as we'll put in the link down on the show notes and on the YouTube channel as well, to learn a little bit more about that. Uh, base, you know, you talked about or you mentioned about learning, right? So there's a few data keys or data points that uh, it needs to train and evaluate the model, in this case, the prediction model. Um, it looks at your customer ledger entry. It looks at your um, in your it sales invoices as well. It looks at the amount, uh, payment terms, due date, you know, minus posting date, and um, and if there's any applied credit memos against it, you know, available. Um, additionally, it's going to look at, you know, the, the total number and amount of paid invoices, um, uh, the ones that were late any outstanding invoices, the ones that are already late. So there's a lot of information that's going to uh, look into that. It also talks about the differences between the standard model and the my model um, as well. So a lot of information. We'll certainly put it down into the show notes. But to kind of finish out what this does for us, if I go back into the sales invoices predicted overdue, as the job refreshes daily, it's going to go ahead and populate this uh, uh, this field or this table, this list and you can also manually run this too, so for example at the end of the day you need to run it one more time, you click on the actions on the action bar under functions and update payment predictions, so I can go ahead and click this button now and it's going to run and send, uh, run against that model and it ran it for me, and because of my data, it still only shows that three uh, invoices that it's going to predict that it's going to be late. So with this, I think it's very useful. Um, again, it's it's sort of an experiment, um, and it's still an add-on, and there is cost associated to this uh, in regards to the Azure AI subscription to utilize the machine learning. But as Things are where things are going everything is going to AI I'm pretty sure Microsoft well, if it helps will you need to expand upon that
0: payment for your invoices in a timely manner and or receive payment for your invoices it is worth you know it may be worth the cost of the service and as you had stated AI is helping yes. make everybody a little more efficient and it's a matter of using that tool yes. to become efficient
1: Definitely, and, and there is one more thing I do want to cover that's one also a part of the quick tips. One more thing. Um, while we're sticking with the, you know, prediction in sales invoice predicted overdue, um, this one has been around for quite some time. Is the sales and inventory forecast? So while we're still in uh, Business Central, I'm going to go and navigate to sales. Mm-hmm. Sales navigate by going through tell me more sales inventory. Forecast. I think
0: there was a song in Greece that had Tell Me More. And maybe you can yeah, sing it for yeah. I us. I think as that's right.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know the I don't know the lyrics. Um, but that's a good song by the way. So it sells an inventory forecast setup. I'm gonna go ahead and just click into this. You'll notice this it's gonna look very similar to the other one. Uh, it's gonna require you to have an API URI and API key and there is a button here too called open Azure AI gallery similar to the one that we just saw for the late payment prediction and this one here it's going to link me uh, to the um, uh, page so I'm going to go ahead and just allow the pop-up here for a second because it was blocking it for me and it's going to take me uh, to that experiment in this case this is going to be the forecasting model for dynamics 365 business central which is different from the prediction uh, 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 model and so this one specifically for the forecasting model and what this does is 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 really taking your uh, inventory it's also used for your cash flow forecasting which is another component in Business Central, you can use a prediction or forecasting model for your, not only for your inventory levels, but also for your cash flow. So the process is very similar. You set up your API URI and API key, and you schedule the forecast. Again, that goes into your job queue. And if you take a look at from an item, so if I navigate to items, you'll see that on the right-hand side, there is a fact box for your sales and forecast. So again, it needs that data. It needs that information. So in this case, right now, my status for my forecast is variance is too high. So I, you know, it it has to learn and get you the information. In this case, for example, I'm using the London Swivel Chair Blue, and it's forecasting that um, I should have I should need I should have 71. But right now, because I don't have any sales. Uh, against this product it's predicting that hey you're still good with 71 but it's going to fluctuate it also looks at your production orders as well so you can expand uh, or even extend that forecast model so yeah that's the quick tips Um, a lot of cool new features that are coming up for uh, Business Central and Microsoft is putting a lot of money into that
0: (laughs) yes AI is taking over the world, Chris. It's nice to see that it is making its way into Business Central as a tool to help users you know, better do uh, their functions within the application with the late payment predictor prediction model as well as the <laughs> forecasting model that you just demonstrated. I appreciate you taking the time to show me about these cool tools and everyone else listening.
1: Good. Uh, again, I appreciate everyone tuning in and uh, hopefully you got something out of this quick tips. And thank you very much. And uh, Brad, always good yeah, seeing it's you. My always friend. good seeing <laughs> you. Until next time. Ciao, ciao. Until next time. Thanks, everybody.